Welcome everyone to Jumble Dreams' podcast, Let's Talk Dreams. Have you ever wanted to make a difference but did not know where to begin? Have you ever wanted to volunteer but you are nervous? Well, this is the place for you. Let's Talk Dreams is all about sharing stories of those making a difference in our communities, nations, and world. This is a project started because Jumble Dreams wants you to know that no matter who you are, you can make a change. Today for episode five, we are excited to welcome Daniel Craig. Daniel is the founder of Bridge Builders Program. Bridge Builders Program is a local nonprofit in Nashville that is committed to providing leadership, mentoring, academic support, and networking opportunities for children and families in the Nashville area. Bridge Builder participants in programs tirelessly throughout, work tirelessly throughout Nashville and surrounding communities to uphold its guiding principles outside of education Bridge Builders Programs works in the community with the Rescue Mission and Metro Nashville Public Schools and RMDH to provide for the needs for the less fortunate in our community. So welcome, Daniel. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. Perfect, so what got you started in helping others? Um, one of the things is I was a special ed teacher myself and Quentin Robinson, he was there subbing with me. And we noticed this with a lot of our students, they were in need with food, school supplies as teachers, we didn't have anything. Uh, a lot of students was talking about their mental health, not being able to pay certain things for their mental to be taken care of. Uh, we noticed about clothing, not being able to have laundry detergent, different things like that. So we took upon ourselves to sit down and find ways to start at my school to start helping students out and branch out that way. Wow. Um, that's kind of how I got started, too. Um, a lot of people, my story began when my classmates in my small town in Kentucky didn't have the food and the clothing, so I would sneak it out to them, and then my mom found out, so I got busted. But <laughs> then it ended up working out really well, and you yes. know, we fell in love with helping others together. Nice. Um, so tell us more about the Bridge Builder Program and why you started and how you started this organization. Okay, um, more about it is um, we, we do a lot of things outside of what you see with the school supplies. Thanksgiving, we've given out a total of about a thousand turkeys. Christmas, we partnered up with the Northwest YMCA to help them uh, help families during Christmas. We do the ice cream social where we get a chance to have people come out and meet us and see that we're in the community, but also we give the kids two free scoops of ice cream. So that's one of the things that I liked and, and uh, we truly enjoy that. I love ice cream. Let me yeah, know the next yeah. time you're doing it. Yeah, that's that's my that's my uh my weakness right there. Ice cream. I love some Oreo chocolate, any type of dark chocolate. I will just go in. I'm a cookie dough kind of girl. Like that's okay. my favorite. Okay. So ice cream is my weakness. Like anytime yeah. I'm going for a dessert, it's gonna be that. So yeah, yeah I can eat <laughs> ice cream before breakfast. That's my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's right. Me. That's how I eat. <laughs> so what are you working on currently? What are you guys up to? Uh, right now, we have Read Across America that's coming up. So that's our big thing, too, of literacy. Uh, we've noticed that literacy has gone down very, very, very low uh, due to COVID. And um, we will be working with Children's Vanderbilt Hospital, Monroe, uh, Ms. Coggin, Ms. Tisha. Uh, what we will be doing, we have three special readers. We can't tell you who they are. And they will be reading to the patients and families that's in the hospital. It'll be virtual and I'll do a virtual reading. So we try to make sure that everybody understands the importance of reading and how far reading can take you and, and expanding your mind. Yeah, absolutely. And that also a new study just came out about how in schools over the past two years, um, 
kids are falling behind two or three grades in math and then reading, yes. especially in elementary school. So, I mean, I understand it. I was a high school student through it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my learning has, you know, changed a lot over the past two years, but I couldn't imagine just starting yeah. out learning how to read and write and already being behind, you know? Yeah. And adding COVID with it, you know, it made it very difficult for a kid to sit back in a classroom and get back on grade level where you have kids that's probably that are in the eighth grade reading on the third or fourth grade level. And that's not good when you're in the eighth grade, you're about to hit high school and you're struggling on reading and, you know, you have geometry coming up and different things of history. So that's, that's very tough. Very tough. It is. Thing. So geometry is a whole nother beast <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i trust me and i was like you know you, you're struggling reading and then you have to do problems and then also having word problems and trying to solve them and read at the same time when you struggle that would frustrate anybody so uh one of the things that we did we would try to make reading fun and bring awareness to it but also we understand that there is a need for it especially now absolutely so what challenges have you faced while running bridge builders Ooh, yeah, well, that's a good one. Uh, one of the big things we, we ran into was COVID. I, I think that once COVID hit us, I, you know, I was talking to Q, he and I were having this conversation and I was like, yo, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Then all of a sudden we got, we got grounded. And the, the good thing about it was we stayed firm, fair, and consistent. He and I both got out there with Ashley and we still did some things. Uh, we were able to help a few uh, elderly people at the uh, Madison Towers. And uh, I actually took the COVID hit. I ended up getting COVID in the early stages. It was mild. No one knew I had it. And I didn't even know I had it myself. So I was very thankful for that. And uh, that was a tough thing. But now with COVID, trying to get volunteers to, to help us, you know, a lot of people um, want to help, but they don't know how to help. But also with COVID, you know, that, that hurts us too as well. So well, that leads us into our next question is, what would you tell someone who wants to volunteer for the first time or is just now getting in the game of volunteering? Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, one of the things I would tell someone is to look around at all the organizations, just like myself and your organization. See some of the things of what they're doing. If you like what they're doing, try to read up on them, look on their social media and see if that can fit your schedule, but also know what you can and can't do. If you're not a great speaker or anything like that, and you just want to fold and help out, that's another way to do it. Just go to the person, see what they have, and just work your way in. Don't just jump in and be like, oh, I'm going to volunteer, and you can burn yourself out real quick. You can. Um, <laughs> I mean, I get yeah. it, too. Yeah, you burn and yourself going, out. And going back to COVID, um, we were grounded completely, too. Yeah. And, you know, the week before COVID hit Nashville is when the Nashville tornadoes happened. Yes, yes, I remember. Yes. And so we went yeah. from doing all of that you know we went downtown that day of um mm -hmm. I didn't have school that day because we were already out for COVID because we ended up having a case in our school yeah so they yeah. I ended up going downtown that day and then the next week it was like the whole world shutting down and it yeah. was completely insane and so we had to completely switch to online things so mm -hmm. going back to someone who wants to volunteer if you want to do online things there are a lot of opportunities now yes. you know if you can't go in person there's a lot of different opportunities now, which I think is kind of awesome at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Definitely agree. And I remember that when it's like we shut down in Nashville, we didn't have power at our school. We didn't have a case yet, but I knew that Metro was going to go into uh, shutting us down by that Wednesday. It was talks about it on Tuesday and Wednesday. It was like where it was confirmed we were done. And But we was like, we just had a tornado, like families are struggling. 
they needed to be in school because one of the things that I learned about our students were they come to school to get breakfast, lunch, and we would give them snacks and stuff to go home. And once that shut down, it was like, yo, I know my students are gonna struggle really hard because they don't have anything to eat and they have nowhere to go. Cause sometimes coming to school is a safe place for them. Absolutely. And you have to think too is, you know, everyone sees Nashville and it's like, oh, it's music city. Let's go to the bars. Let's go to a Titans game. Let's go to a Preds game. But there are kids living in Nashville and surrounding areas that need you. And Mm -hmm. that's why it's important for me, you know, to raise awareness about this. And that's why I'm glad I had you on today. Um, Opportunity. I'm I'm proud of you guys. You guys are rocking and rolling. (laughs) Oh, thank you. So my next question, and I love asking this question to people because everyone has a different answer to this, okay. but who inspires you the most? Perfect. I can tell you that. That's my mom. My mother is the one that inspires me. She started, uh, she was a teacher herself. She taught special ed. Uh, my grandmother too, as well, uh, being that because they, the both of them would go out and help families long time ago. I remember like it was just that I would go with them and they would pass out food to family members. They would go to rummage sales, grab clothes for ladies, kids, and help them out. And I would go with my mother. My mother is a kind-hearted woman, and it rubbed off on me because as time went on, I understood what she would do. She would give you her jacket right off of her and keep going. I remember her giving the waitress who was struggling. It was $100. I'd never forget it. And I was like, Mom, why did you give $100? She was like, you got to understand, sometimes you have to take a brunt to let somebody else have hope and faith and believe that it, it's it's another way to, to keep going and don't give up, just keep going. Absolutely. Um, my mom's the one who inspired me, so I totally understand that. Yeah. Um, and she's still my rock to this day. Yeah. Um, and I'm a hot-headed teenager. Like, I will say how I feel. <laughs> what I, think I, all think. Of us are. I think we all are. <laughs> um, and she, uh, she makes sure, you know, to always know that she's always in my corner and no matter what happens because you know once you think you're a teenager and you can handle things by yourself and then you realize um I still need my mom sometimes so hey hey. I I had a a daughter that was in uh high school that uh was a teenager who thought she could run the world but she was sweet about it at times and then she had a moment where she would let me know (laughs) you don't know what you're talking about I was like oh okay it's like I've never been to high school either, huh? Oh, okay, all right. I, I, was, on the, I was on this earth before you were, so let's just talk about that. But uh, I understand that. So uh, having your mom and having your back, that's the best thing ever. And me watching my mom do some of the things she did, it just, it truly inspired me and got me to where I am now. And she just told me never give up on doing good. And my dad speaks it too. So um, it's just a lot of people that need that. And my mom inspired me to, to, to help others And that's one of the things about that I enjoy about my mom, you know, still to this day, if she can help you, she'll wheel your um, trash can in and and keep it going. And you'll never know. She's very silent about it. Like I did it. Oh, well, nobody has to know. So. Absolutely. So how can listeners kind of stay in contact with you? Oh, wow. Um, One of the best ways to stay in contact with us, we have social media. So I'll direct everyone to our um, webpage, which is www.thebridgebuilder.com. 1911.com and you can go on there look at our social media from instagram to facebook also sign up for our newsletter and if they need to call me it will be uh, area code 615-609-9446 and that's the bridge builders uh personal number and just give us a call and we can try to work something out and, and let you see what we got going on our blogs are always up to date each week so 
we have a lot to do and a lot of people to help, so. Absolutely. So thank you for coming on today and sharing thank your you dreams and passions for making thank a difference. You're an inspiration to many, and I'm so glad that you're a part of the Jumble Dreams family officially now. Yay. And for anyone who wants to be on our podcast, please visit our social media or website to find the link to sign up. Make sure to follow our social media for further episodes. So thank you again. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. Of course.